Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. I am very excited about this next guest. I was just saying to her, the world has changed so much since she and I first connected. It's hard to believe. It was back in, actually, the summer of 2007 that I first heard heard about best-selling author Lavelle Brigham. She was celebrating at that point her novel, No Men Need Apply. Now this year, she's celebrating a brand-new nonfiction book that's great for all of us. It's called From Plan B to Plan Next, Playing for the Wind. We're going to talk to Dr. Brigham not only about the new book, but also what it's been like for her to share it with the world, how it kind of began with an online series that she had, and how the world has changed for both of us when it comes to our careers and our lives and how she's been able to harness the power of social media to be able to literally reach the world. LaBelle, hello to you, and welcome to the broadcast. Hello, Cyrus. Thank you so much for having me. It is great to be able to uh, reconnect with you, my friend. Look, can you believe it's been 16 years? That's the thing that got me. I was like, wait a minute. Because the radio show is celebrating 20 years this year. And I, I thought to myself, how is it possible that it's been 16 years since LaBelle and I have connected with each other, but what a crazy, you know, time that's been. But what has it been like for you, Lavelle, to be able to not only to continue to do work that you love, but now to reach a new audience through your brand new book, From Plan B to Plan Next? You know, so so for your audience, as Cyrus said, we, we have history, as they say. Um, yeah. I mean, when, when I was doing this before with my fiction work, Cyrus and I are like, we're tooling around in a little car, and we're going to these in-person events and, mm-hmm. um, you know, book clubs were maybe in someone's house or in mm-hmm. the library or something like that. So that's what we were doing back in the day. And I will say <laughs> that uh, Cyrus was just as generous with his time and with his platform uh, now as he was then. This work, this project, and what it is that I'm doing now actually grew out of a need for change. So I had planned in, um, I think, April of 2020, I was planning to have an in-person event around conversations and all of that. Well, then February and then March came COVID. So cancel, had to cancel this in-person event that I was planning to have, and it forced me to say, what are you going to do? You have these people, you had an interest in folks coming to hear what you had to say, and now you can't do that in person. So for some months, I didn't know what to do. I just canceled it. I didn't do anything. And then I decided, well, you know, there could be an opportunity here to be able to move this online and just see how this works virtually, which I did, and it turned out to be an even better opportunity because I wasn't just connecting with the folks locally and for your audience in the Dallas metro area. I was able to get people from all over the country and friends of this person and 
someone else and a cousin here, I'm going to send the information to them. And so by virtue of having to go from my plan A, which is the in-person event, to a plan B, as we would normally label things, that allowed me to really be able to expand, to branch out, and also just expand my thought process, which is really the premise for the book, um, from plan B to plan next, because so often if we have a plan A in mind, which is a first idea, or this is the best way to do it, or this is how I want to do it, and that doesn't happen, and we go to what we label a plan B, we typically think of the plan B as being the lesser of the two, which is not always the case because I would definitely say my plan B was better than what I'd initially planned with that plan A, but we get caught up on the label. So my thinking yeah. was, let's take away a plan B and just call it plan next. And it could be a B, a C, a D, all the way to Z until you find that success. But let's call it plan next instead of putting those other letters which cause things to appear to be lesser, uh, second choice, et cetera. Love that. Love that. I, I, I want to read what you actually say to this point, Lavelle, in the book. So for those who have their printed copy of the book, which I have, it's on page 28. Lavelle, you write this. Uh, these are the people who can see plan next and not limit it to the first option. These are those who do not fear moving on to the next plan. They do not live in fear of failure, but instead strive for success. This helps in determining who can be trusted as your right hand in business or the most trusted confidant. I, I, I wanted to share that because I think it's so interesting because it goes to our mindset. And it also goes to, I believe, Lavelle, why so many people, when they come to pursuing their business, their brand, they give up because when that first thing doesn't work, they automatically think they're a failure. And so instead of you know, dealing with the aftermath of that, they just give up on it. What has it been like for you to show people that the next chapter, as you realize in your journey, like turning it into a virtual online, that the next chapter can be your best chapter? What has that been like for you to share with people to kind of help them better understand that the best can still be yet to come? It has been very gratifying and enlightening for me because so many people have dreams, not had, have present tense dreams. They have desires. They have these um, things that they still want to do. But because of the fear, because of the paralysis, um, because of often not having anyone in their corner to push them, they have just let those dreams, those ideas, just sit exactly where they are. No movement, no anything. And so by writing the book and also by being involved in other speaking engagements, I've been able to share with them that it is not too late. And even if you tried an idea before and it didn't work, it doesn't mean that it still can't work. And that's yeah. the subtitle of the book is just playing for the win. Sometimes yeah. we give up too soon. And we don't play to win. We've decided, I have my plan A, that didn't work, so now I'm done. And mm -hmm. so I encourage people to put that plan next label on it, pick up whatever it is, and then try. And then put down one of the things that the book, you know, also has 
are some um, some options and things for folks to do so that often when you put something down, whether it's, you know, in writing and text and whatever, it holds you accountable to take some sort of action on what that dream is. And so that's one of the other things that I, uh, I put in the book at the back and asking folks, you know, what is it that you are afraid of? What happens if you fail? What's the worst thing that could happen if you fail? And then um, if this is your chance to play for the win, why or why not? And so it causes folks to have to answer some of those questions for themselves and then really kind of talk it through like, well, the worst thing that could happen is just I'm not going to, you know, lose the house, nobody's going to lose their life, you know, I might put some work into something that doesn't pan out. But the other thing that I want people to understand, and that's the same lesson for me, is if that didn't work the way you wanted it to, that's a lesson learned. So you take that and apply it to when you then go try it again, because now you got some wisdom, you, you've got some lessons under your belt. You've got, you know, maybe some expertise that you didn't have when you first tried it with your plan A that you now have to equip you to better be able to find success and pursue whatever that is that you have in mind. But I'm forever an optimist, so I'm always encouraging folks to go after what it is that you have in your heart. Yeah. I think that's such a great point and such a great reminder. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, it's on the radio side or online. You're listening to Conversations Live. And, Lavelle, this is your first time even on the radio side of our broadcast because when you and I first met, we weren't able to podcast at that point. There was no podcast in 2007. We didn't know what a podcast was. <laughs> right, right. So, so my friend, Dr. Lavelle Brigham, is joining us today. We're discussing her brand-new book, From Plan B to Plan Next, Playing for the Win. We're going to remind you how you all can stay connected with her as well. I want to share something else that you say because one thing I respect so much about you, Lavelle, and, and I do this as well in my work, is though you know our, people may not see our work as being faith-based, our faith definitely plays a role in the work that we do. You say this on page 70 of the book, as a person of faith, I believe in God and therefore believe that anything is possible. Others may say the same, but do they really believe they can win? Do they look at the glass half full or find every reason in the world why something can't work? I, I love this because you go on to talk about in this part of the book, Lavelle, about how you have to ask yourself, okay, if God gave this to you, why are you giving up on it? You know, and what does that say about your belief in what God has given you? How important has that reflection been for you, even when times have not been the best, to remember who gave you the gift and who gave you the purpose? It has been, you know, vitally important because I've had my faith to hold on to when I have had nothing else. That has always been there, the, the central foundation for my belief. And so as you look in the Bible, there are so many examples of, um, of where all you had or all the Lord had given was um, individuals just, just faith. And so, I, so I'll give one example. Uh, is um, with the prophet Elijah when he, he said there was going to be rain. And he kept sending the servant out, go look. And they come back, I don't see anything. Go back and look again. I don't see anything. Go back and look again. 
um, because Elijah knew, and eventually after the seventh time, there was rain, but Elijah knew what he had been told. And so I believe the same thing within us, that when the Lord puts dreams and desires within us, we know that. And something else I have to learn firsthand, he put the dream in each of us. He didn't put it in everyone. So, so oftentimes what happens is because that dream was put within you, you then sometimes you're looking to someone else to validate a dream that the Lord put in you, and he didn't put it in them. And often they can't be those folks to validate it, so you do have to stand on your face and know this is what I was meant to do. This is the gift that was put within me. And so I am going through on what I know to be true about the the dream, the desire that have been put within me. And so sometimes all you know, as they say, all you have is yourself and the good Lord and that's enough. Yeah. I want to talk about something else I think that's important in this conversation, LaBelle. It goes to our journey together as friends and, and knowing each other, but also to the book and what you talk about there. A lot of times we see things not going right as a no. I think one thing that you have shown in this book is that it may be a not now or not this way. That goes to mindset. And you, for those who have not gotten the book yet, we're going to let you guys know how to get it. A couple of things Lavelle does in this book that I think is really important is, for one, help us to kind of look at ourselves and our mindset and our thinking, but also who we're surrounding ourselves and who we're listening to. How important has that been for you, Lavelle, to make sure not only that you are being true to yourself, but also making sure that those that you're listening to and, and are pouring into you are the right ones for you? This is this is one of the things, if there's anything that seems to have resonated in my speaking engagements and then ultimately in, in the book, um, it's about who's in your posse. And that when you get the book, it's in Chapter 6 on page um, 55, it starts talking about um, that piece of it. And it is so important to have folks in your posse who are going to be there to support you um, when things don't go well. And and if you're okay, I will read a bit from this. Oh, sure, definitely. Um, On page 55, um, it says, when you have perfectly mapped out your plan A and it fails, that's when you need your inner circle. You may also ask the question, who's in your posse? Who's in the trenches with you? Who's got your back? Because when you have to go from plan A to plan B to plan next, you need to have a strong posse. And that applies whether it's in business, whether it's in friendships, relationships. You need to have someone there who is going to have your back, who's going to support you sometimes when they don't see it, even when they don't see it. Because as I said before, Often the dream or the vision is put within you, but it's not put within someone else. But when you have a strong posse, they support you. They are your ride or die. So even if it's not within them, they're supporting you because of your relationship with them. And so you need some folks with you who might not see the vision, but they're riding with you to be there to support you when you go from 
this venture to the next one, and to actually be able to follow that trajectory of success as well. That they can say, oh, I remember when Lavelle and Cyrus was just riding around town, and who knew that Cyrus <laughs> would now, you know, because the podcast in the, you know, world renowned, and Lavelle's now moved from fiction into nonfiction, and they would reconnect. And it is so great to have the folks in your posse who've been able to ride that with you, who've been able to be there when things were small and nobody knew your name, to now um, being able to watch you go. And I'm sure that that is something you can relate to as well. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And I think, again, but this also goes to a bigger point, watch how you treat people too, because you never know how things come through. You know, that hey, that message could have been a lot different, Lavelle. You know, if you know when we <laughs> like, I remember you, <laughs> but you know, it, it, yeah, it, but it, it does go to a bigger point. But I think too, even when, and that's again where that faith comes in. You know, we did not know back in 2007, which is still hard to believe. The radio show was just four years old when you and I met. That is crazy, but we did not know when we met. You know, that we would again, well, one thing that the world would be so different, right? And that, like you said, back what, what you did in 2020, that was unheard of. If you had talked about virtual, it would have been like, what is virtual? You know, in 2007, you know, I mean, that the world is just so different. But I think that also goes to a point of why we have to be careful not to resist change as well, right, Lavelle? I mean, how important has that been for you and Sharon? Because that, I think that's a powerful thing, too. So many people have resisted social media. They resisted the way the world is evolving and the way we're able to connect like this, you know, us not being able to be in the same space, but still be able to share a space together. How important has that been for you to share with people to embrace that change and not to, not to push against it? It is, it is vitally important because otherwise you will find yourself left behind, regardless of how great your work is. If you're not steadily evolving and finding ways for others to be able to um, to hear and see and explore what it is that you're doing, then it really doesn't do any good and you're limiting yourself. When I went virtual uh, with, uh, with my first um, conference, which was, was intended to be in person, I wasn't sure how it was going to work. And I heard all the nightmares about, you know, if Wi-Fi drops and if this happens and audio. So I was terrified, but I did it. I was terrified, but I did it, which speaks to overcoming the fear. So I did it and learned something from the first one. And then the second one, oh, that's not so bad. And the third one, oh, well, we can do live engagement and we can do all of these other things. And so it is so important to be able to embrace that, even if it's not what you do. Other people know how to do it. You just need to know, hey, I need to be in this space. I need to be doing this. I don't know how to do it, but I can find someone who does because that's how we are able to really grow and expand and, you know, expand our audiences as well. So you have to be willing to adapt to change and not be fearful that, it's going to to change or change what it is that that you're doing in terms of your work. Yeah, 
Such a great reminder for sure, and such a great conversation with you, Lavelle. Again, everyone, Dr. Lavelle Brigham has been our guest. From Plan B to Plan Next is her new book, Playing the, Playing for the Win. And she has a great thing at the end of the book that she talks about that, why it's so important for us to make that decision that we are playing for the win as well. And then, of course, being able to do the work, because she definitely gives us the groundwork here but then it's up to us to be able to put it into action. Lavelle, the book is available now, of course, through our friends at Amazon.com, but how can they stay connected with you and kind of keep the conversation going? Yes, so I would definitely, um, in addition to Amazon, if you want an autographed copy, you may go to my website, LavelleBrigham.com. Lavelle Brigham, L-O-V-E-L-L, Brigham, B-R-I-G-H-A-M.com. Go to my website. You can also order um, from there. But I also have some gear. So we're talking about winning. Uh, you can find some T-shirts there. And also for your audience, um, Cyrus, I had some 2023 gear that I just marked down today. So uh, go get some T-shirts um, as well uh, for the winning season as well as uh, I'm stepping into 2023. And then also on Instagram, it's Lavelle So follow me there as well and uh, when you go to the website there's a place for contact sign up there because then that will also allow me to be able to contact uh, you from there but also follow me on instagram it's just uh lavelle brigham and i will be happy to stay connected with all of you join some of your virtual book clubs we're not we don't have to do it in person like you and I did, Cyrus, when we were going right. from location to location. But I would be happy to be uh, a guest speaker. We can do all of that virtually, join your book club, book club virtually as well. Love that, love that. And we're going to put the link there uh, for them, Lavelle, to make it easy for them. Uh, I was just looking at the products while you were talking there. I'm going to go ahead and make sure we get that linked up for our audience on the website for them to be able to get it. Lavelle, great catching up with you. Uh, excited uh, for the new book. Glad we had a chance to talk about it. And definitely looking forward to our next conversation together. Sounds good. Thank you again, Cyrus. All the best. Uh, thank you. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all so much for being with us for Conversations Live today. Let's go make it a great one. Take care.